Hey, welcome back to Dear Aunt Susan Advice for Being Human. I'm your host, Aunt Susan Patang. I come from the Quiet Zone Coaching. I'm a life coach, and I help my clients overcome stress, anxiety, and frustration by giving them the tools and the confidence that they need to wake up happy in the morning. And what I do in this show, in case you don't know what it's about, is I answer your questions so that you can get some tools to wake up happy in the morning. So in every episode, I'm going to give you some takeaways that you can use to deal with the BS in life. Um, that BS might be part of being human, but that doesn't mean we have to suffer. So send your questions to, write this down, Susan A.T., the quiet zone at gmail.com. So let's get started right away. Let me find my first question. Hear my papers wrestling? Okay. First question is asked by Sky Regan. How do people escape the feeling of being trapped by circumstance? Wow, that's a great question. Um, we've probably all been there at one point of our lives or another, right? The answer, the simple answer, I should say, is by being grateful. Find small things in your day to be grateful for, to be amazed by, to find wonder in, to be positive about. If you heard my pilot episode, you probably heard me rant and rave about gratitude in it. And that is something that's really super important. Um, when you think about it, all those big, huge, honking things that we're grateful for, of course, we're grateful for our partner and our kids and our car and our job and all those big things in our house. What about the minutia of daily life? Are you grateful because you made it through a green traffic light? Are you, do you find wonder and awe and amazement in your computer and your cell phone or your car when you drive in it? Think about that. That's a box hurtling down the road at 55 miles an hour or faster if you're me. Those are things that are like super cool. You know, be appreciative of them. Be grateful for the small events that happen every day. Did you make it through the line in the deli in like five minutes flat? Oh my God, amazing. That Those things don't happen every day. Give, you, give yourself a round of applause for noticing that. Um, and the other thing that you can do is when there is a circumstance that you feel trapped in, find something positive about it. Do a deep dive if you have to, because there's always something. It might just be that this circumstance or situation is teaching you patience, is teaching you creative problem solving, how to get out of it in a creative way. Uh, could be teaching you how strong you really are. But there's always something in every situation. Look for it. When we change our attitude from feeling like we lack something or we want something and change it to one of being thankful for what we already have. Not only does our attitude change and we feel better, but other people are going to react to us differently and in a more positive way. I guarantee it. Try it and see what happens. Um, next question. We're going to hit this number two. Ah, here it is. Okay. Somebody wants to know what I think the definition of privilege is. There is no asker here. They want it to be anonymous. To me, privilege is receiving something that you didn't work for. Um, maybe that's not a good dictionary definition, but in practice, it feels right. So if you get handed opportunities you didn't earn because of your own hard work or because you placed yourself in the right place at the right time, then you are, quote unquote, privileged, in my humble opinion. And you don't have to be rich to be privileged either. Um, but make sure when you function in life, keep your eyes on your own paper. Um, somebody who's asking me what privilege looks like, 
seems to be looking at somebody else's life and comparing their life to their own. Okay. So don't think about what other people have. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Do you have what you need? It doesn't matter if they're privileged or they get something that they don't deserve. You are getting what you need. And if you are, it doesn't matter. You're, you're good. You're golden. Okay. It, and also do the best that you can at any given moment. Put your best effort in. And that's all you need to do. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be good as good as, as Joe next door. You don't have to have all the toys that Karen has. Uh, be satisfied with what you have. And that's going to be a theme in this episode, I think. I see it coming. Um, and you don't have to be perfect at everything. There's a difference between doing your best and feeling like you have to be perfect. So keep listening. We're going to talk a little more about this in a minute. Question number three. Jerry asked me, what are some things that people should never do? And there are five of them. So I'm going to give them to you quick. Number one, never treat others in a way that you wouldn't want to be treated. It's golden rule. Number two, never treat others in a way that they don't want to be treated. So if somebody wants to be left alone, leave them alone. Number three, Never complain about something if you're not willing to be part of the solution or you're not willing to solve the problem. Be the change you want to see. People don't like to hear people who bitch and moan all the time. Oh, and I know that for a fact because somebody told me one time that all I did was complain and it freaked me out because I didn't realize I was doing it. So pay attention. Um, When we constantly bitch and moan and cry, it's a victim mentality. And victims are manipulators. They are trying to get something from somebody else, whether it's pity or they're trying to get somebody else to do something for them or whatever it is. Do not be the victim. It's not nice. Uh, Okay. Fourth thing. Here we go. Never take for granted. Here's that gratitude again. Never take for granted all the small, amazing, wonderful things that happen. Stop to look at a plant. Watch a bird sing. Appreciate the tech that you use every day. Think about the things that you never notice. Be mindful, pay attention, okay? And be grateful for those things. And the last thing that you should never do, a human should never do, is to stop taking care of themselves. You can take care of everybody else, but you need to take care of yourself too. And the next question that I'm going to read here has more to say about that, so stay tuned. Uh, what are, Michael asked me this question, what are five things to quit doing now if you want to be a better person? Wow. Okay. That's, that's a great question. Okay. So here are the five things that you should, it goes right along with the last one. What are things you should never do? Well, what are five things that you shouldn't do if you want to be a better person? Here's another five things. I got 10 for you today. Okay. Number one, Stop feeling guilty and angry over stuff that happened in the past. It's gone. It's over. Done. You can't change it. Leave it there in the past where it belongs. Number two, stop worrying about stuff that may or may not happen in the future. Okay. It's not here yet. The only time that's real is right now. Stay here. Okay. This also means constantly thinking about the next thing that you're going to do. Stop thinking about the next thing you're going to do and stay in this moment right now. Number three, stop taking all things for granted. Okay. Whether it's big or small, 
All right. Make it through the green light after there was no line in the deli. Amazing. Wonderful. Appreciate it. It was a small little thing, but who cares? It's wonderful. These are the gifts the universe gives us. They're little everyday miracles. Notice them. Appreciate them. Here's that theme of gratitude again. Now, the last two. What did I say about you? We're going to hear more about this. There are two more things that to be a better person. And this is going to be a little tricky. So bear with me. Stop constantly worrying about your own well-being without having regard for other people, okay? Trust that you are going to know how to take care of yourself in times that you need to. And focus instead on taking care of others and their needs, okay? Now, that doesn't mean you should let other people abuse you or walk all over you or take advantage of you, okay? that's No, that's not the same thing. You will be taken care of because the only person on the planet who's going to do that is you, okay? And that's important to do. However, when that's all we focus on, and a lot of times folks who have anxiety or lack of self-esteem that's what they do is they are so wrapped up in worrying about their own well-being because they're fearful and afraid or they don't love themselves and they're so afraid of what's going to happen to them that they have to constantly focus on making themselves feel better. And I know because I was there, I suffer from anxiety and it's not pretty. Okay. It doesn't feel good. So it does feel good to take care of other people. And I don't mean taking other people in a slit your gut open, crazy, uh, creepy way. I mean, taking care of others, like holding a door over open for somebody or smiling at a stranger or, um, Hey, let me, let me help you carry that. Or, um, Hey, you need some help with that report. Let me help you with that. Okay. Thinking about what somebody else needs. Like I'm going to the deli. Does anybody want something? Okay. These are all just little everyday things that you can do. Think about what other people might need or want or what might be good for them because you know you're going to take care of yourself. And that's the last thing. Stop constantly worrying about taking care of everybody else without taking care of yourself. You've got to help other people, but you also have to help you. It feels really, really good. There is no such thing as altruism. It feels really, really good to help other people. And you are also making them feel good too, but you can't pour water from an empty jug. You have to fill your jug up again. So block time off in your schedule, make the time to take care of yourself and busy moms who work. I know because I've been there. I know what you do. You're constantly running around, taking care of everybody else's needs. You need to make sure you schedule time in your day. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, Schedule that into your day and do it because it's important. That's something that you want to do. The last, oh no, this isn't the last question. This is just question number five from my listeners. How do I cope with failure? Okay, we all fail. Everybody fails. Everybody makes mistakes. It's part of being a human being. And failures are not failures. Get rid of that word from your vocabulary. It's not a nice word. Let's throw it out and replace it with opportunity. A failure is an opportunity for learning. Every time you fail, you learn a lesson. And you say to yourself things like, mm, guess I won't do that again. This is how we learn, okay? We learned how to walk that way, to ride a bike that way, and do anything else that way. 
we have to fail first before we can become successful at something. Practice makes perfect, right? You have to practice. So as long as you're making your best effort, these occurrences are not failures. They're just part of learning how to be a human being. Um, oh, oh, yes. And another issue is to watch your mindset, okay? How do you speak to yourself? Be solution-oriented. So a failure is not a failure if you sit down and think about how you can solve the problem and fix it, okay? Don't beat yourself over the head with the failures. Start saying things to yourself that sound like this. And I'm going to give you some examples. Hmm, I made a mistake. What can I do to avoid this happening again? The next is, what lesson can I learn from this? Or you can say, well, that didn't work out the way I thought it would. Let me see if I can fix it. Okay, those are better ways to talk to yourself after you make a mistake and have an opportunity to learn something. We're not going to talk about failure anymore. Okay. Next question. Have you learned to be thankful for both the blessings and the suffering in your life? That was asked by Michael Marr. Well, Michael, that's a great question. Yes. Um, of course, we're going to be thankful for our blessings. We were talking about gratitude. That's easy. Okay. It's easy to be grateful for all the wonderful things that happen. That's why I don't understand why people don't do it. Start doing it and notice how much better you feel. But now what do you do when you're suffering or the moment sucks or something bad happens. First of all, if we didn't have the negative, negative things in our lives, we wouldn't know how to appreciate the good things, right? You need a counterpoint. You need something to compare the good things to in order to appreciate the goodness of them. That being said, things that we consider negative or things that cause us quote unquote suffering are only making us suffer if we let them. It has to do with your mindset and how you look at it. We've been talking about having a positive and grateful mindset during this episode, right? So if we can reframe things that we considered negative or something that makes us suffer and look at them through different lenses, we'll see that something positive always comes out of them, even if it's only that we were tough enough to survive. So what I encourage my clients to do when I'm, I'm coaching them is when something bad happens or they're in a bad situation or when they're experiencing even negative emotions, I give them a list of questions called the power questions. And they are really useful tools to get you through bad moments. Yes, that was my phone. I'm sorry. I didn't turn it off. That was very unprofessional of me, wasn't it? So when something bad happens, here they are. I'm going to throw them at you. How important is this really? Are you giving importance to something that's really not important? Um, is it going to change the weather in Jupiter? Are you going to remember it in five years? So chances are the answer is no, it's not important. Let it go. Number two, what is something positive and constructive that I can do about this? Be solution oriented. What were we talking about? Being the solution that we want to see. Number three, identify and label the emotions you're feeling. So I'm feeling angry because I'm feeling discouraged because I'm feeling irritated because what is it? What is the emotion? Identify it, label it, shrink it down from a big, huge honking cloud into a label. Okay. Then tell yourself, okay, so this is what it's like to experience anger or irritation or discouragement. It's part of being a human being. Don't push those emotions away. They're just going to come back and bite you later harder. So let yourself experience them, but don't let them drive. 
strap them in the back seat, say, I see you there. I know you're there. You can be here, but I have to drive because I got stuff to do. Okay. Let them ride along. And if you have to pick them apart later, you can. And we'll talk about that in another episode, how to, how to deal with those. But um, just don't view negative emotions as a bad thing. View them as part of life. Next power question. One, two, three, four. Number four, what would the person I want to be do about this? Have you sat down and created an avatar for yourself of who you want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who's strong and tough and able to get through the, the frustrations of daily life? Or do you want to be the person who, who collapses under pressure? Who do you want to be? Create that avatar for yourself that's based on your value system. And we're going to talk about values in another episode too. Um, and then ask yourself, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? Do I want to be proud of myself that I behaved in a way that I can be proud of? Or do I want to feel guilty because I didn't follow my avatar and do what I wanted to do? And here's your bonus question. What is the positive that comes from this negative? What lessons can I take from this? There is always something, as we were saying before, there's always something. You just have to look for it. And I challenge you to find it. And if you can't find it, you send me the situation, I'll find it for you. Because there's always something. Feel free. Send it to me, susanatthequietzone at gmail.com. I'll help you find it. Okay, uh, last question. What beliefs, attitudes, and values did I learn from my community? I guess that means another unknown anonymous um, asker. I'm going to say that this is probably something about um, how our beliefs, attitudes, and values are formed by uh, our community and our environment. Um, and I guess there's that nature versus nurture question that gets asked here. The community into which you're immersed, whether by choice or by force, what you're born into, that's going to influence a lot of your ideas and your values, isn't it? Because human beings are social animals and fitting in is important to us on a biological level. We have evolved to want to fit in and to follow the crowd and to absorb their ideas and values, the, the ones that are around us, because we, we want to get the resources on a biological level, this is where it comes from, it, so that we get the resources that we need to survive, right? Both emotionally and physically. But I challenge you to evaluate your core beliefs and your values and your attitudes. See what you truly believe. And we will have another, um, we're going to have some episodes on values and we're going to have some episodes about um, self-esteem and building it and building confidence. But for now, evaluate those core beliefs. What do you think about life? How much are you being influenced by your community and by the people around you? Uh, we just talked in another question, we were talking about keeping your eyes on your own paper, right? When it came to privilege, keep your eyes on your own paper. And what do you really believe? What feels right to you? Have the courage to embrace the values and the beliefs and the attitudes that you as an individual feel are correct and have the courage to accept the consequences of being different. So don't forget that. Um, as much as I tell people to, you know, follow your own dreams and follow your own heart, um, keep your eyes on your own paper. It doesn't matter what other people think and it doesn't, but 
we do still have to function in society because we are all interconnected. We are, it's like our actions are like dropping a pebble into a pond and the ripples will go out into our network. Our network of connections to people and places and things are interconnected with other people's networks of their people and places and things. And it expands outward like a gigantic web. Okay. It goes up to the level of the universe. If you really want to think about it, I don't know if you've ever heard of the butterfly effect. A scientist came up with this analogy and I think it's appropriate here. The butterfly effect refers to a butterfly flapping its wings in Brazil and causing through a series of events that start with the flapping, they cause a a hurricane in the Atlantic to form. So this one step after the other occurrence is the butterfly effect. And that's what happens, like dropping that pebble into the pond. So when you interact in your network, you do send ripples out through your network. So because we do want to care for other people and we do want to give them what they need, yes, you can have your own identity and your own sense of self, but it is the kind and compassionate thing to do as a member of the human race and as a member of the universe is to not send too many ripples that are negative out into the world. So have the courage to accept the consequences of being different because there will be consequences as this is something else that I tell my clients too, is you can do anything in the world that you want, anything, as long as you don't hurt yourself, you don't hurt somebody else, and you're willing to accept the consequences of those actions. And sometimes the definition of hurting ourselves and hurting someone else are deeper than we think because of that interconnected ripple effect. So have the self-esteem to know what the right things are for you to do. Don't compromise your values and keep your eyes on your own paper and do what feels right for you as long as you're not hurting yourself, somebody else, and you're willing to accept the consequences. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Aunt Susan's questions. Dear Aunt Susan, Susan, please come back next week. I release each episode on Friday and you know that this would not be a really great podcast if I did not have a word from our sponsor. Uh, The sponsor, of course, is The Quiet Zone Coaching and I help my clients overcome stress, anxiety, and frustration by giving them the tools and the confidence that they need to wake up happy in the morning. If that's something that you would like to learn more about, go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com so that you can learn how you can also wake up happy in the morning. Talk to you on Friday. Have a great, awesome, amazing week.